After a mind-blowing feat of releasing six movies in eight years, Ernest Mania has come to an end. The next three movies we cover were made to be direct-to-video and, unfortunately, objectively, the worst of the franchise. The Ernest franchise will end in 1998. That's nine movies spanning 11 years. Unfortunately, Jim Varney won't have the opportunity to repair Ernest's reputation, though. Shortly after his last Ernest movie, he would be diagnosed with lung cancer. As I mentioned in our first episode of Serial Killer, we chose to do Ernest franchise on a horror podcast partially as a bit, and partially due to our fondest of Ernest from childhood memories. I expected to have a fun time, but never thought I'd learn about what a great guy the man behind Ernest would be. With that said, we bid adieu to Serial Killer for another year, but before we go, just remember, diamonds are forever, and so is Ernest P. Worrell. You know what I mean? Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Horror Show, a show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Hello, Joe. What's going on? Nothing. This is the end of Serial Killer. The Ernest franchise started out real strong. I was going to say, you know, let's let's start positive. Uh, The first two weeks... So the first six movies, I enjoyed way more than I thought I would. I got to be honest with you. Okay, yeah. You know what? I've grown to appreciate Jim Varney, the man. The more interviews I watched of him, uh, he just seemed like a all-around good guy. Very, very much. Which kind of segues into this because (laughs) knowing he was like devastated to be typecast as Ernest and was desperately trying to break free and like like account said he was like legitimately depressed that he will always be known as as Ernest to see these last two specifically yeah. was a fucking bummer this, this might be the least excited I've ever been to talk about two movies in particular Oh, me too. Hardly, hardly movies. And I think, I think this will be a, a shorter episode, especially compared to our other Patreon episodes. But you know, I say that a lot, and then there are four-hour episodes <laughs> talking about who knows what. But yeah, man, I I don't have a lot, especially Ernest in the army. Ernest goes to Africa. There's, I mean, because like more there's of a plot. Well, listen, they all have like a lot of plot. Trust me. They, I've never seen more plot in a fucking movie in my life. And that's my frustration with these last few movies. And even Rides Again and Goes to School was leaning into this territory of like, this is a fucking earnest movie. Why do we have three different villain subplots with like three different villains every movie from there on they had a villain like a main villain or a main issue and we talked about this and then like Ernest would solve it and you're like oh this is the end of the movie right and then you're like oh wait no there's like this other villain and this other subplot that he's got to figure out now and then sometimes there's a third and you're like holy fuck like what are we doing like 
really like this is crazy but it really shows in these last two three movies they're all they're entirely too long right oh my god entirely dude i could not believe these were an hour and a half like i was like they're direct to video i was like i bet you they're an hour 15 maybe an hour (laughs) hour 30 a strong hour 30 a strong hour 30 like once once the hour mark hits you just keep looking at the time it's crazy um now we're what an anomaly i, I want to say what an anomaly slam dunk Ernest is now we did it for our live show and i know some people were like this is terrible watch rides again and then school and then these two the last two yes this is a shining star compared compared like it is so much higher in quality yes. comedy screenwriting like it's just it doesn't belong with the last the other four it it really doesn't and that that was something we noticed the quality like literally the visual quality is so much better and you you had said in the live show that they were planning to make it for a tv movie so maybe there was like some extra funding there or like yes you know like maybe not funding but like you have three million dollars but hey we have cameras you can use do not please do not use those things you used the last two movies those fucking potatoes you know, the comedy was decent in Slam Dunk Ernest. Um, yeah. It's a fucking kids movie. So, like, don't go into that expecting something. But one fucking villain, one fucking problem. Yes. And that was great. And guess what? That was, like, the key to those fucking holiday movies, too. Right. Santa was one problem. Santa needed to find this guy. He needed to find his replacement. Ernest was there to help. Yes. Fucking the trolls trolls problem. that's it that's one fucking problem that's it the camp was one fucking camp. problem John one Vernon. villain yep so yep. It, when you got off they got on this kick where it was like 14 different things they introduced to you and they're like hey just keep this in your back pocket for after he solves the main problem and you're like <laughs> what the fuck is this the other thing that these lack and they've been lacking for some time in some of these movies really after christmas i guess not enough of like the goofy cameras not enough of the zany camera angles like the the hey vern camera angles the the wild shit there's no vern bits anymore and then like a lack of Ernest's other characters which he replaces with (laughs) some new ones in uh ernest goes to africa that (laughs) i'm excited to mention briefly <laughs> yeah not, shelving auntie nelda is crazy like she makes an appearance but she does it could have been utilized way more yes and it should have been but instead they bring back the ooh gag that he does you know you know in camp when he's cleaning the toilet they decide to bring that back for the last two movies which he does strong like, again strong yes. like he's he did he throws he says it at least Four or five times in Africa, at least four, minimum of four. He has ew yes. bits. <laughs> sticking his fingers in an alligator's nose. <laughs> it's fucking insane. They also shot these in South Africa, which is crazy. They did. And they used all South African actors, which which I honestly liked that. I mean, you know, thank God. And they used thank that. fucking God. Because like 
Otherwise, this would be nuts. I, I actually wondered that, so I'm glad you know that information. But now, is this the first serial killer we have where the subject is dead? Oh no, I guess Wes Craven. Basic. Well, we didn't do Wes Craven. Uh, we did uh, Nightmare on George Lucas. George George Lucas. George Lucas. Not George Lucas. George Romero. Sorry. Oh, George Romero's dead. Also, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So a couple. Never mind. There goes that. Is this our first actor serial killer? Yes. I'm going to say yes. Yeah. Yes. Well, I guess it's not an actor. It's a franchise, but whatever. It's a character. Yeah. We could do actor. I like the concept. Yeah, an actor would be cool. Sylvester, Sylvester Stallone month is back in action. Back in action. We're back. We'll see you next January for Sly Stallone month. That's actually a fun arc, though. That's actually like a really fun arc when you think about it. Doing a character or uh, no, an actor? Do an, an actor do, well, no, just Sly in general. Like his arc is fucking great. Dude, starting off in fucking porno. Right. Right. And going then up. Rocky and then. Yeah. Like an Oscar. <laughs> you could also, you, another good one would be Arnold, Arnie, Arnold Schwarzenegger, because he's got the, uh, just to delve into his run as a fucking governor of California, which I think about now and I'm like, that's so crazy <laughs> that that was a thing. That was a thing. Just this fucking crazy actor doing that. Now he's just on Instagram playing with fucking toy ponies in his house. Donkeys. <laughs> Rome free in his house. All right. Well, let's get into this. And by the way, I just hey, wanted well, to. Oh, what? Oh, sorry. I just I wanted to tell you. Did you look up uh, anything that John Cherry did aside from Ernest? I only saw the one fucking. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to bring back those fucking like 1920s characters Laurel, with- dude laurel, laurel and hardy, hardy. <laughs> he re he did a laurel and hardy reboot called the all new adventures of laurel and hardy in for the love or mummy not of mummy for the love or mummy i hope that's a typo to be honest with you but it came out in 1999 and it starred Gaylord Sartain as you know, obviously the fat one, and then uh, Bronson Pinchot as the other one. Uh, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I had seen that. I think se- Bronson Pinchot in the lead role in 1999. <laughs> you, you have to be out of your fucking mind, John Cherry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Bronson. How do you say it, Brian? Bronson Pinchot in Paul's favorite mini series, The Langoliers. The Langoliers, yeah. Langoliers. Laurel, all new adventures of Laurel and Hardy. Sorry, I'm pulling it up for love or mummy. Why the fuck did this happen? <laughs> Who funded it? You know, like. This is, dude, F. Murray Abraham is in it. Yeah, he is. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, no, I'd seen this. It looked like, of all things. I don't things. watch it. He wanted Jim Varney to be in it, but couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Not feeling so hot. Um, That's a weird way to say that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> 
<laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> Only the horror show knows how to <laughs> delicately address <laughs> deaths of celebrities and actors. I just wanted to shout out before we get into it, everyone that joined us for the live show on Patreon, fucking packed house for Ernest. Dude, easily our most watched live show. And it was for slam dunk fucking Ernest. I mm. cannot believe that. I that blew my fucking mind. So thank you all for joining that. And it was fun. That was like yeah, I was very drunk, yeah. but I was I got so drunk so fast. I don't know what happened. And it was so fun. It it was just so fun. I, we had so much fun. All week I've been like thinking about things that we talked about on there and just like laughing so hard. And 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 you know, we had a ex negative reviewer show up and claim it was like one of the best nights he ever had was on our live show. <laughs> so shout out to Mr. Hell J for that. Uh, his fame so thanks for but thanks to everyone that showed out for that it was it was super fun i had a blast so i'm I'm like really excited for those now now that i'm letting loose a little bit more for them just getting weird with it but it was good it was good so thanks for that is there anything else no we will talk about the rest at the end all right so we did slam dunk earnest for patreon as we mentioned Good quality, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, fine. It would, despite John Cherry's claim that, that it was like so John, the hardest John Cherry was like, he was the hardest actor he's ever worked with. He was completely stiff. I thought he was, yeah, like, I thought he was. For a basketball the player? Loosest, dude, the loosest I've ever seen him. And that includes Airplane, right? <laughs> the goofiest movie of all time. He was fine. He was fine. I don't know what John's on about. Especially because we see John's acting in Ernest in the Army, front and center. (laughs) I wouldn't call it fucking loose. You know, he's not exactly fucking out there. Fucking, what's that? David Daniel Day Lewis in it? Okay. Going method for Ernest? But yeah, good quality. The storyline was okay. I mean, this movie gets poo-pooed and like, again, it's a fucking kid's movie. But for an earnest movie, it's not bad. It's really not terrible. It's really not terrible. Especially, again, considering the other movies that we've discussed and watched. Especially these next two. So from there, and by the way, there's like zero information about these movies. And really, after 96, Jim is in a different place and I forget when he gets the diagnosis. Well, I guess it's in 98, but he's like, he's not promoting Ernest. Like he was, he's not, I mean, no one gave a fuck about Ernest, I guess is really what it came down to. So there's like not a lot of information about these movies or the making of them or any types of like press interviews or anything about them. So there's not a lot of information about these movies, which it is, which yeah, the ship, the ship has sailed. Uh, yeah. Again, I, it makes me appreciate slam dunk Ernest more, which is an insane statement to say, I know to appreciate slam dunk Ernest, but uh, getting the fact that they got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, right? Like that's, that's a big name person to be in there. Yeah. That's impressive because, because the Ernest ship has sailed. Yeah. So 
you know, he had two duds before that, and then it comes back with better quality with people that you actually know that are in it. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yep. All right, well, let's uh, take a quick break, and then we will do Ernest Goes to Africa. All right, so Ernest Goes to Africa, 1997. One actress we haven't discussed who's become kind of a regular is Linda Cash. Cash. Yeah. She was in Rides Again, Goes to School, and then she comes back for Africa, Goes to Africa. She's a fun little character. I I, I like her little characters. I think she's pretty cool. I I love these, like, earnest universe. (sighs) That's the one thing they could have done more is just, like, stuck with the fucking, the regulars, man. Like, yeah. why aren't Bobby and whatever the fuck that guy's name is? Like, they should be in every fucking movie after they were in that. It doesn't matter what Agreed. the money is. Spend whatever money in the budget to bring them back. Are you? There's no way those two bozos are asking for anything. That's what I'm saying. Right? Like, this they're not, they're not, I mean, they're free not. Free meal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, they just, they, they're not going to ask for much money. Throw them in every fucking movie. Like, just bring them back. And, like, this this lady, Linda Cash, she's really good. You could have thrown her in, brought her in to the mix. But it just feels like they kind of let go of, like, a lot of things on the the end slope of this franchise. Um, yeah, but, but this was, you know, before cinematic universes was a term or a thing that's true. Uh, if it was done a couple of years later i uh, i think they could have been convinced to, to keep the characters and <sighs> yeah on somewhere with it but like i don't know yeah i guess um i keep i kept mentioning this whole serial how i felt like we were robbed to not have jim varney and jim carrey in a movie together and this movie Ernest goes to africa had very oh. high Ace Ventura two vibes because you know how he's yes very there's much villain there's those poachers and like he gets caught by them yes and there's a lot of similarities between some of those characters yeah there really are now let's 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 talk about the elephant in the room here now you told me this story I I I do not remember it we did the live show in Salem. And <laughs> I guess we, we, can, can you tell the story? We mentioned Ernest goes to Africa for some yeah. reason, because it's the horror show. So of course we're talking about that at Salem horror fest on stage. But I think we were just listing Ernest titles. Like, I, like, I don't think we were referencing the movie because none of us had seen it. We were just literally <laughs> naming Ernest movies. So there's like, there's Ernest goes the conversation was just going, oh, there's Ernest goes to camp, he goes to jail, goes to Africa at some point. And when we said that, there was a guy in the front row that was just like leaning forward into our microphone, being like, Don't do it. Don't don't go there. And we're like, but that's the title of the movie. He's like, just don't do it. <laughs> okay. Okay. And then like that's what he was doing. Then he had his arms crossed, like like glaring at us. So we're like, all right, but you know, that is the title of the movie. And then we brought up Ghost Dad. Because I think we were listing ghost movies. Like, we weren't talking about any of these movies, just listing things. Right, right. And we brought up Ghost Dad. And again, he's like, don't, don't. And he kept saying it sternly. And other people heard him because afterwards they're like, who was that guy? Like, I have no fucking clue. Not, <laughs> not with us. <laughs> well, what? like, that's so fucking weird. I, I, I can't believe I blocked that out. I must have, like, 
disassociated in that moment. But like, oh, oh no, you dude, you were I like I could remember your face being like, what did we say? Like, did we say something? Because because he acted like we did something terrible. And we're like, well, yeah, a fucking yeah. place. I That's the name sure, of the movie. Like, I for sure disassociated then. <laughs> but like, what? Oh, we're gonna talk about Ernest goes to Africa's issue. But like, you can't. <laughs> it's not. Ernest goes to Africa isn't so bad. You're like, don't even mention the fucking name. Like, there's no way that guy has seen this movie. You're fucking kidding me. I, I don't know what he was on about. And then also, Ghost Dad was Bill Cosby even in trouble at that point? Of course not. Bill Ghost Dad was a smash hit, dude. Everybody watched. Dude, Ghost why Dad. was he upset about Ghost Dad? Maybe, I don't know. These, are, maybe these are beloved movies for him. Maybe he's just like oh, he just the biggest Ernest Goes to Africa and Ghost Dad fan in the world. Don't even fucking go there. <laughs> I like that take. Uh, honestly, that quite frankly, that would make way more sense. That would be <laughs> that would be way more logical than, than whatever was happening. Dude, ghost dad, don't go. <laughs> I mean, he's acting like our publicist. Be like, you can't say that. Holy shit. <laughs> Rushing us off the stage. No more questions. You had, done, you had done you had done Salem the year before, and Shay yes. was born like that month, so I didn't go with you. So you yeah. did it solo. So this was quite literally my very first live show. <laughs> yeah. so this was my first time with a microphone in front of me talking to a group of people. And there was a good amount of people in there. Yeah. And this guy's, I hope he's still a listener, <laughs> but this guy's just leaning forward and being like, don't you fucking say that. Like, wait, what am well, I saying? Wait, remember we finally, wait, where did we catch up to that guy? Where did we catch up to that guy? That was like, I was at Salem. I was the guy that was like, that knew that was the osmosis Jones fan. Um, that was not, that was not the same guy. I don't remember. What were we no. talking? Why, we, we, for, Dude, for those listening, what a terrible we, the, first movie, the, show. the movie that we covered was my bloody Valentine. And Tremors. We did a double feature. So the fact that Osmosis Jones, Ernest Every goes to Ernest Africa movie, and Ghost Dad. Ghost yeah. <laughs> what a fucking. <laughs> hey, watch out, Sam. We're here. <laughs> Take the horror industry by storm. Can't believe we haven't been um, asked back. Um, we immediately <laughs> talk about Ernest. Get on stage. And we're like, have you seen any Ernest movies? <laughs> Let's list the titles <laughs> and laugh about them. That's so fucking funny. And Linnea quickly was watching us. Yeah. Yeah. And then like asking us for like videos with her and then shooting videos in a graveyard saying our name. Yes. Promoting us. Yes. <laughs> what a time. What a fucking time for sure. No, dude, that guy we met, we met him again and he was like, I was the Osmosis Jones fan. I don't remember. Sorry to that guy. I really don't remember. This no, I hope dude. he's still listening. Dude, it was so crazy. He was like, yeah, I was, because we said Osmosis Jones, and I guess the guy was like, woo! And he was the only, obviously the only guy in the theater. And we were like, get the fuck out of here. We were like, do you like it? And he was like, yes. Like, unironically. And we were like, all right, man. And then we ended up seeing him at like another live or like a convention or something. 
And he was like, yeah, he was like, I was the Osmosis Jones guy. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. I'm trying to think. I remember we met Mark there, right? Longtime listener Mark. Yeah. No, I don't think we, we met, met him Matt, at Matt I think we met him somewhere else. I thought we met him at the place where we got burgers before. Nah. Didn't we? No, no, no. Because wasn't he there the, the year before? Who? Or am I thinking it's somebody else? You're talking about Mark now? Yeah, 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 no, Mark. We met. I'm talking, I don't care about Mark. Well, no offense, Mark. Love you, but I'm talking about Osmosis Jones guy. <laughs> a guy oh, does, yeah, you know, no, I don't A guy I don't who doesn't know. interact with us and, and only pops in once in a while. My Mark is a diehard, and I'm like, dude, Mark can go fuck himself. <laughs> Mark's, the, yeah, Mark's the man, yeah, no, he is. I'm like, Mark could go fuck himself. I'm talking about Osmosis Jones guy, <laughs> don't even know his name. That's all I care about. <laughs> All right, come on. We got to get through this. We haven't even started. No, no, we don't. No, we, no, we don't. No, we don't. I'd rather talk. I'd rather. I'd rather spend the next two hours figuring out who Osmosis Jones guy was. <laughs> yeah, I I love, dude. Every every live show that we go to, we say it all the time. How people just choose not to interact with us on Instagram. Yes. We went to Chicago. That was packed house. No exaggeration. That was a packed house. Like almost intimidating. And literally everybody there were like, "Oh, so who are you?" And they're like, "Oh, we don't." We don't fucking talk to you. We don't follow you. Dude, like all like 90% was like, I don't use Instagram. And I'm like, that's yeah. fucking nuts, but okay. <laughs> Where do you get your memes from? I don't know. How did you find us? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's true. It's it's true. We gotta get those dates going too. Now that the spring's coming. I gotta thaw out a little bit. It's fucking freezing here. Um yeah. and I just refuse to travel anywhere in this fucking temperature. Not gonna happen, especially Chicago. Chicago will be there, but not. He can't be before April first. I I agree with that. The Dude, it's gonna still gonna be thirty degrees in April. So like, I know, I know. <laughs> that that day honestly scarred me. Like, <laughs> we're in New England, so it's cold. the The wind it was only thirty eight degrees that day which isn't that cold but the wind that came off the lakes honestly chilled me to my fucking core i have i the day we just brought it up recently like a few days ago i actually just had a conversation with somebody at work about it because she's in the midwest and i was telling her like that day oddly enough i was telling her and i was like i've never felt cold (laughs) like that in my fucking life and i was like and i again we were from Connecticut. It's fucking cold here. That was a whole new level of cold. Like that was insane. That was not, I've never been that cold ever. It was fucking November. It was, it was yeah. nuts. Yeah. It was nuts. All I did was walk from a bar to an Uber. Dude, we were like, just outside. Gonna, I might not make it. <laughs> and then that was the Uber ride that ruined my rating forever. Yeah. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Still haven't recovered from that rating loss on that ride, which we you can thank the co-host of All Documented All True for. No, wait, did he know about this? I don't I'm know. Actually, this, I this no. I think we it. talked to him about. It. I think I think we had to. Have, yeah, no, we we've talked about it with him. I think I think we have. <laughs> that was nuts. Just insulting the guy, but like pretending like it was a normal but, conversation talking about no, no, somebody no, else. No, no. 
No, no, he he was one thousand percent talking about somebody else. That that my, Sean, that was the most insane coincidence of all time. He was one thousand percent talking about somebody else, but it applied directly. The only two people in the entire world it could apply directly to was the person driving that Uber and the other person that he was referring to. <laughs> that was insane. I'm crying. <laughs> I remember laughing this hard. That I mean, that didn't help either. It was like him looking back and me just probably like throwing up laughing in the car. <laughs> like, although I think you were too. Actually, I think we all were. Brian was there too, right? Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, that's, I think that's why I was laughing so hard because it was so unbelievable. That I was like, how can how can this how can this be? This is. <laughs> but Mike was the only one. Like Mike was laughing too, but I don't think he re- I, did. He not realize that, or did he know? That's what I'm. No, he one thousand percent did not realize. <laughs> I don't, he would, Mike would not. Mike would not tell that story if he realized. It's so funny that the three of us were like, <laughs> like about to explode, <laughs> as he's telling that story, because <laughs> we all knew. <laughs> Fuck, that's so funny. <laughs> explode. Ah, anywho, <laughs> Ernest. Uh, we save the real naughty stuff for the live shows so tune into the live shows to uh we'll just get drunk just ask us about the story we'll tell you literally (laughs) in detail everything we said to a t name name it (laughs) yeah government name age address (laughs) we let real loose on the live show this week with like cheshireites we we had like a we had a buzz half hour that was pretty fun so tune in for that. If you like that talk, like sign up for Patreon, go watch that. That was you fucking hammered the shit out of him. <laughs> so sick of it, drunk enough to be fucking sick and tired of it. Anywho. So anyway, Ernest goes to Africa. He's a, a car detailer that ends up in Africa because people for some reason think that he is a secret agent hiding diamonds that were yes. stolen from a tribe in Africa. Yeah, stolen from a tribe and it ended up at like what was it, a fair? Fucking like flea market like a, fair. Dude, a fair slash yard sale. The most poor, most low budget fair. I mean this this movie is low budget, but but we do get you know, I was actually kind of hopeful at the start of this because Ernest eats a cassette tape which Joe that is that that is that, that was my next Ernest. thing I was like I when I saw that I was like all right we're we're on to something now yeah Dude, a car yeah. gets crushed he's in the car the car literally gets sandwiched between the ceiling and a fucking uh a, a car lift right yeah literally crushes it like literally kill anyone that's in it and Ernest pops out and for some reason has a cassette tape tape in his mouth, which he spits out and then like cassette ribbon just falls out of his <laughs> fucking mouth. <laughs> it was so fucking good. And Vince McMahon stole the you're fired bit from Ernest's boss because he delivers it just like old Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Well, that would make sense. Well, oh, this is actually, this would be a time, timely reference, but also, yeah, of course this is probably the only movie Vince watched that year. <laughs> You're right, dude. You're right. 
Dude, Vince Vince is a huge Ernest guy. There's no way he's not. Probably got like fucking early edition. (laughs) Cracking up. Laughing his ass off. (laughs) Shitting on people. (laughs) Watching Ernest. Oh my god. Yeah. All right. Wait, let's take a quick break. We'll get back to Ernest Goes to Africa. We haven't even talked about it. All right. We're back to Ernest Goes to Africa. We got 30 minutes left. We're just trying to buy time here because God knows we need it. Uh, Hey, so Ernest also in this movie, we start noticing his age a lot. Yes. Dyed hair. You could see the grays in the sideburns and his voice has dramatically changed. I mean, he is a heavy smoker and it shows. Yes. You can definitely hear it in there. So Ernest is working on cars, gets rung up with these smugglers. But again, you're watching the movie and there's like guys that are stealing diamonds. There's smugglers. There's this other gang that's going after the smugglers, but you think there might also be the smugglers. And then you're like, Oh wait, I think they don't like each other. Also like it's all this, all these fucking characters. It's, it's a fucking wild. Um, yes. And Ernest trying to impress a girl takes these two beautiful diamonds, which would impress a girl and turns them into a yo-yo. Yes. To give to the crush of his movie, Renee. There's also an insane scene where Ernest like accidentally flushes his fish down the sink. And I thought that was actually going to come back at some point because like, that's crazy to show these, these two movies are like, not really like appropriate for kids. Like, I mean, they are right. They're kids movies, but like the shit that they do in it, you're like, that would like probably upset my son if he was like four or five years old. And I'm like showing him this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Dude, Ernest, right. yeah. Ernest fucking flushes his fish by accident alive down the sink. Right. And it was just like, Ugh. and you're like, wait, that's fucking weird. Like, I thought the fish was going to come back. <laughs> like at the end, and that does not happen. Anyway, so they think Ernest is an agent. They kidnap Ernest. They kidnap Renee. And. <laughs> They they do the most cost effective method to get the diamonds back from Ernest, which is ship them to Africa, where they'll really they'll really get that information out of them. Spend four thousand dollars flying a person. That's actually psychotic. You have him. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Send him down to Africa to question him. And, and the earnest gags are are kind of weak in this one. He falls off of a bridge, but there's no like gag to it. Like he literally just like falls off of a fucking bridge into a lake. This I mean, mo- Ernest Ernest works. You know, I mean, I listen, I know that we're we're building a case for Ernest P. Worrell, which is nuts as almost 40-year-old adults, but Ernest works because he's a, a bumbling idiot in, and like the and and they own the fact that he's from Redneckville, right? Like they talk about that. Yes, like he's from he's from that area. He does not he and all the gags center around that. Yeah, Ernest P. Worrell does not belong overseas in any country, and he should not have ever gone 
overseas to any con- any country. Like it just it does not make sense for this character to be there. No, and even more so that like what you're saying, they they sent him there to get something from him. Like they they should have brought everyone to him. He works better in his own environment. Yeah, like it doesn't even make sense, and and it, and it does. It gets a little weird here. And we go through a 10 minute stretch without Ernest. And this is another thing yes. in these fucking movies, which is they, for whatever reason, think that they are telling the story of a lifetime and that we need all of this exposition about the gangs and the diamonds and where they come from and who's looking for them. Yes. And the same thing happens in, in the army. Ernest in the army, the ge- the geopolitical climate of a fake country. Not <laughs> he might honestly deserve an award for writing for that because, like, that's that's the craziest work of fiction I've ever fucking seen in my life. He developed a whole geopolitical concept yes. around a fake country and warlords and. Like, <laughs> uh, like trying to like take dictatorship of the country and and like how the infrastructure would fall if he gets control. It's insane. It's fucking nuts. And this was a real lead up to it with like trying to learn about like these like this black market industry for fucking diamonds and shit. It, dude, it's nonstop. It's the girl Renee who's Ernest love interest in this. She has so many lines in this. It's it's crazy. She she it's just her talking to this like bodyguard for like 15 minutes of this of this scene. So, anyway, Ernest crawls out of the water. He's that's when he get the first ew of the episode where he's shoving his n- n- fingers in the nose of an alligator, which was done just to do the ew, I think. <laughs> Correct. And then we get what everyone was afraid of with Ernest Goes to Africa. And, and you hoped it wouldn't happen because Ernest had an amazing track record, really, of not doing anything like this in an earlier time when it would be more acceptable. He does this weird racial character called Hey You. Yes. Whose ethnicity does not fit the theme of the movie. I don't think, but I couldn't really tell what his ethnicity was. You know what I mean? Uh, right. I also couldn't tell I'm colorblind. So he wasn't doing brown face. Was he? Oh, he for sure was. Oh, was he? Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I'm colorblind. So I couldn't tell if that was just because if you're from the South, you know, I mean, I guess everywhere, if you just work outside long enough, you get this, like, you get this weird tone on your face. It's not tan. It's like, it's like this other color. It's like this other shade. So I couldn't tell if that was just Ernest Southern outdoorman tan, or if that was, if he had black or brown face on, that was brown face. Yeah, for sure. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that's a bummer. And the character, I mean... We're we're talking about we're in South Africa, Africa, and like this, whatever this character is, it just doesn't even fit the theme or concept of what's going on here. No, no, it does not. And you know, he's he's playing this character to to like infiltrate 
the one of the one of the many bad guys. And then <laughs> he talks about farts and earwax the entire time that he's in this character. <laughs> what what are we doing? What? And he has a ton of screen time. You he, he does the initial thing where he gets in and you're like, okay, that's hopefully it for this character. No, this character hangs around for far too long. Hey, and guess what? Ultimately, doesn't even use it. He breaks it. He ends up having to infiltrate using Auntie Nelda. Uh, correct. Of correct. all people. So it's like, just use, just, what are we Just doing? use Auntie Nelda. Just use one of your yes. other 14 characters. Yes. For, yes. What are you doing? And, and Ernest scared stupid during that the history soliloquy that he does. <laughs> he busts out so many characters. It's unbelievable. Like use one of them. Choose one. Just choose, choose one. any of them. So it was a bummer to see that. It was a bummer. Ernest had a really clean track record for, and for a guy that's doing impressions, he could have easily slipped. He it took him to 1997 to do it though. So yes. Bummer. Anyway, Ernest and Renee drive a fucking golf cart into the middle of Africa. Renee honestly sucks. She's awful in this. She's like a terrible partner to Ernest. The other weird thing is they never let up with like Ernest's these. Usually everyone hated Ernest, but then they were like, oh, I actually love Ernest. Like Ernest is the best. Like, thank God for Ernest. These movies, like, everyone hates Ernest, and then at the end, they're still like, fucking Ernest. Like, there's no, like, so, reprieve at the end of these. So, in this one, they reference a fake movie, but it's like Indiana Jones, right? And I forget right. what they call it, but Ernest loves this 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 lady in the beginning. She's like, I don't want somebody like you. You're just a, a small-town schmuck. I want somebody like Indiana Jones. And at the end, Ernest becomes Indiana Jones, and she's like, I want a small town smuck. Like you're too, you're too brave and and big for me. So he still doesn't get the girl, but he does have a really good bit with that Indiana Jones character because he he's talking about the movie and she is all horned up and she's like, Ernest, I want you right now. And she's like an inch from his face, and she's like, she asks him a question about that movie, and you think he's actually finally going to kiss a woman. Kiss somebody that he's into, and he just starts talking about the movie again, like while she's acting through his face. Fucking probably the only good bit in this, besides eating the the, the cassette tape. The the ultimate Paul move. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. Um, that's funny. Um. So yeah, er, another good bit was Ernest eating the poison ivy and drinking calamine lotion. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. But anyway, we already did the poison ivy game. I know. I know. I was like, I, I actually kind of hated it for that. Anyway, they they run into a tribe, which poses some more questionable Ernest content here, which was like grandfather esque jokes here running into a native african tribe but anyway and then uh hey guess what some new bad guys show up and steal renee (laughs) (laughs) they're not the existing ones they're just new ones that have shown up they're different they don't like the other bad guys they're bad guys that don't like the other bad guys 
And Ernest has to infiltrate another building, this time dressed up as a belly dancer. Yes. And of course, the head guy falls in love with him. Hey, fun <laughs> fact. You can only see Ernest from his eyes to his forehead. You would know. The wrinkles on this man's forehead are unreal. You would not do it. And he's like that one. You would not pick that one. <clears throat> Doing the Bugs Bunny gag in 1997 within the, a, a real live human being. <laughs> so stupid. And we get another E there when a guy kisses him. They pick up a drive. They get, they, they hitchhike. They get picked up. Guy makes a move on Renee. Renee beats him up. And then we have a pursuit where Ernest is throwing eggs at the villains, which we will reuse this in the next movie. <laughs> Fun fact. It's like literally the same exact fucking thing. Anyway, they end up getting picked up by the tribe, which Ernest shows them yo-yo tricks and that impresses them. But then the, the main villain shows up, I guess, and Ernest has to fight him to the death. The death, yes. Which is crazy. Uh, and this guy has giant knives, and Ernest like beats the shit out of him with like a salami. <laughs> I don't know what it was. But he has Ernest dead to rights. And then Ernest pulls out his yo yo, defeats him. The yo yo breaks apart, revealing the jewels. The tribe is happy. Ernest and Renee go home and you're like, oh, maybe this is the episode. This is the movie where Ernest and Renee get together. And Renee's like, no, I'm not into you. And Ernest is like, okay. And then puts on his hat and an ostrich egg cracks on his head somehow. I don't even know how the fuck that happened. <laughs> how did that fucking egg end up in there? We talking about the egg from like 30 minutes earlier. <laughs> yeah, we and, for sure are. And another E. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking nuts. Fucking nuts. And that is Ernest Goes to Africa. And we'll take a quick break here and then we'll uh, get into Ernest in the Army. All right, we're back. Ernest in the Army, 1998. Do you have any final thoughts on Ernest Goes to Africa? No. I, you, well, <laughs> you know what? You know what? The, the fight scene was what i wish the entire movie was like like that that's yeah classic just gags yeah just gags and bits tittles and bits okay so we go to ernest and shot at the shot at the same time by the way shot back to back yeah and both shot in af Af south africa south africa yeah ernest is a ball collector at a golf range Wants to join the army, does join the army, the army reserves, immediately gets called into duty. And we have this entire story of uh, it's, I don't even know how to explain this. It's so heavy on story of the story of this war torn country. It's fucking nuts, dude. It's I've I've never seen anything like this. Like I could not believe this was an earnest movie. 
story of a war-torn country and and we've talked about this episode how they put too many storylines into it we also get a kid who's lost his family to war in this war-torn country <laughs> who Ernest is like taking under his wing as like a father figure which is that's fucking nuts or Ernest P. Worrell as a father figure what are we what are we doing John Cherry <laughs> John Cherry also in his first like real role in a movie playing Sergeant Ben and actually acting alongside Ernest for the first time. He's been in, he's had cameo, he was in a cameo in Africa. He was a customer in the movie. I don't know if he was in anything before that, but if he was, he was background. He he, he did not really have lines. And in this one, his character is prevalent throughout the movie. Yeah, Sarge. Yeah. Do you remember Sarge from uh, from our high school? From what? From our, from our high school. Dude, wait, who was that? <laughs> will, you beep, will you beep the name? I don't want to use it. Yeah, I, I, I can beep his name. <laughs> Fucking. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I forgot that was his nickname. That's a, yeah, that nickname's fucked up because, like, he's not the Sarge of anything. <laughs> he was, <laughs> that was the guy who wore the hot dog hat around, right? <laughs> of course it was. He graduated with my class, didn't he? Uh, no, he's in my grade. Did, did he not graduate? I think, I think he graduated in my class. Okay, well, that makes sense. I don't know what happened there. That guy, that guy was something. The hot dog hat running around. Uh, Sarge. <laughs> Joe, while we tell you, when we tell these stories out loud on this show, <laughs> I realize like any movie that we made fun of being like, who would call this guy this? Like we did it in that fucking one episode where we realized it, but like it comes more and more to fruition where it's like, what a terrible example of high school. These ridiculous nicknames. It's like, no, that's a thousand percent accurate. Like why, why was this real in our school? Why there was a kid named Sarge in our school? It's nuts, dude. That's fucking crazy. Hot dog hat. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Fuck. I wonder what that guy's doing now. <laughs> I do I honestly do too. <laughs> He's probably successful as fuck. Do you, do you think he has children? <laughs> Can't be. Can't be. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway, we get a whole fucking geopolitical story here involving the UN, a group called the Financial International Terrorism Group. Three different villains, a James Bond villain, like a legit, like yes. petting a cat in a chair villain alongside of these other countries in war. 
the UN, a small Middle Eastern village where everyone's living in poverty. This is fucking nuts. And the jump cuts and editing in this are atrocious. Absolutely awful. They're just jump, they just cut randomly between scenes. It's fucking crazy. Also, weirdly, this movie seems like it's a response to Desert Storm, and they waited fucking eight years to co- to, to 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 cover Desert Storm. I mean, it's Ernest, you're right? <laughs> like, John, John C. Cherry probably just heard about it. <laughs> anyway, Ernest is shipped to Karifistan, a fake country that they made up, and he's just allowed to do whatever he wants for whatever, even though he's in the army. And we get some earnest antics, blowing people up with mines that look like rocks. There's one one solid earnest gag in this. It's when he eats an entire box of gummies, including the box, (laughs) and then barfs it up all over the drill drill (laughs) Dude, the noises while he's eating the gummies is so fucking vile. I had to turn down the TV volume. It was fucking (laughs) skeeving me up. We also get Ernest teaching the kid to cook, and I was like, dude, give me a callback to Eggs Erroneous right fucking now. I really thought I was going to get it, and I didn't. I got pancakes, which unfortunately comes into play. (laughs) And I mean that very seriously. It's very unfortunate that it comes into play later. So Ernest and his crew, they find out they're actually going to go into war. We also meet this colonel and a news reporter who, whatever, they get kidnapped by the villains, one group of the villains. So Ernest decides to walk on it alone through the desert to try and save them because they're going to bomb the area where these people are, basically. This movie's like really nuts for children. (laughs) Bombing fucking people, like, and addressing like innocent people are going to die. Like regular, like that's the main focus of it. It's like, man, they're going to kill innocent people. Like that's fucking crazy. Ernest saves. And then he, he is able to mobilize like a group of local people to fight back against the tyrannical army. They're about to escape. They're chased through the desert. This is a, you could, anyone could write this. Logan could probably write this movie probably better. And of course, unlike, you know, in the last movie, he was throwing eggs at the car. This movie, he is throwing those rock mines and using his golfing skills to pick up the mines with a net and throwing them at them, at the cars following him. You think he gets away, but he doesn't. The leader catches him. They have a stare down. And Ernest incapacitates him. By throwing a pancake, he is saved in his back pocket at his head. Because the pancakes were very hard, and that was very funny. (laughs) So, (laughs) and by the way, knocking this guy out ends the war completely. Correct. Everyone is like, holy shit, the war's over, we did it. (laughs) Which is nuts. Pancake. But hey, guess what? That's not actually the end. (laughs) The colonel's actually bad and part of that James Bond villain demanding they steal the bomb. Yes. Uh, I actually don't have a thing here of how they got rid of the colonel. (laughs) 
Do you, do you remember how they dispose of the colonel? I don't, actually. <laughs> I don't either. I have no idea how. Probably with the pancake also. Yeah, actually. I remember the scene because Ernest is like looking at the button. I don't know. I think he just launches them. Yeah. I don't know. Because he's looking at the launch button because the guy's trying to steal the plutonium bomb. And then Ernest is like looking at the button, like looking up. So I don't know. Who cares? It really doesn't fucking matter. The war's over. The war's over. He already beat one baddie. We don't need to give you the details of the other one. But what I did like about this movie, it's the last Ernest movie. And in the end, Ernest walks away arm in arm with John Cherry, which I thought was kind of cool. And Ernest, after all of these fucking movies, finally gets a kiss. Finally kisses a woman. And when their lips part, she peels off. (laughs) Ernest, how do I even describe that? Ernest's chapped lips have ripped off of his own face and gotten stuck on her lips. That she peels off and is like, are you fucking kidding me? So despite Ernest getting the kiss, he still does not get the girl. And she walks away being like, please don't get, please get the fuck away from me. And Ernest is like, come on, can't we hang out? And she's like, absolutely not. Like it was the most vile thing that's ever happened to me. And that's the end. Ernest. Ernest, baby. Do we want to rank him? We should. We should. I do want to talk about Varney though, real quick, the end of his life. After this, he does Ninja's High Noon at Mega Mountain. Not the best three ninjas, but is uh, that's what we got. Hogan. That's Hogan the Hogan one. Happened? That's the Hogan one. Anything Hogan acted in was not good. Um, how dare you? How dare you? Suburban oh, Commando. Oh wait, 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 wait! I take that back. Suburban Commando and Mister Nanny are actually great. Everything else was not good. Uh, no holds barred. Okay, fine. That one too. Oh, is Hogan the best actor of our generation? The whole, the whole, the whole we found our next serial. <laughs> Varney, longtime chain smoker, when he was filming this movie, Treehouse Hostage, developed a nagging cough. Thought it was a cold, but it got worse and worse. And he started noticing blood in his handkerchief. I actually don't believe that. No offense to anyone or Jim about this. That is the most insane movie thing in the world. Coughing into it. Jim was carrying around a handkerchief to cough in. Oh, dude, I believe that. Actually, you might be right. The last guy on earth to cough into a handkerchief and look at it and show blood. Yeah, for, for sure. He did that. He started developing a cough as well as a nosebleed. He went, looked, found a tumor on his lung diagnosed with lung cancer he quit smoking immediately because he want only to keep working he wanted to keep yeah. acting so that was literally the only reason he stopped he went to tennessee also, sorry but before this he re- refused to smoke on film even despite being a heavy smoker he did not want to influence kids into smoking oh that's actually awesome this guy's a good dude good guy yeah 
Uh, he eventually went to Tennessee and he stayed there for two years and unfortunately passed away. Not the anniversary is coming up February 10th, 2000 in Tennessee. Age of 50, man. Young. Yeah. Too young. Young too dude. Young. young, young dude. And he's buried in Lexington, Kentucky, where people go. I found this out. Unfortunately, people go and leave eggs erroneous on his grave. And <laughs> I understand that that is a attempt <laughs> at honoring him. I think that might be the most disrespectful thing I've ever <laughs> <laughs> Heard of my fucking life. <laughs> fucking crazy. If you did that, <laughs> you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Just gonna say it. Eggs erroneous. Can't be fucking kidding me. And of course, he was in Toy Story. In Toy Story 2, yes. uh, so those were in, Toy Story 2 was in 99. He was in a couple ones uh, after his death that were released, like Atlantis, that animated thing, which was dedicated that's a, to that, him. That's the last, his last appearance yeah. ever. So, bummer for Varney being gone. So fucking good, as we learned. Such a good guy, as we learned. Yes. And somebody that like didn't give a fuck about Hollywood or anything or critics and was like, we, you're gonna fucking criticize an earnest movie? Like, what are we talking about? Like, what? Look at the fuck. Look what I'm, I'm fucking making. Like, think this is for a critic to look at? Like, get a grip. And he was right, and he was fun. And these, those first, you know, those first movies were just fucking great. Yeah, and and he was supposed to go to space at one time, which, you know, leading the charge for Fast and Furious, which we mentioned in, in our first episode. <laughs> oh fuck, I forgot about that. I forgot about that. That was a good that was a good that was a good thought for us. That, I like that idea. CGI him in, fuck it. Give him the fucking <laughs> I think as a state might have to sign off. I don't I don't think you could just use his likeness hey Ernest estate they're gonna be like hey we're gonna give you a million dollars we want Ernest and fast and the furious uh, sean sean nobody's giving Ernest. i would all those times were like hollywood hire us this is why they don't because they hear <laughs> they hear the idea and they're like that's not bad and then they hear me be like i'd give Ernest estate a million dollars to cgi them into a fast and furious movie and they're like okay we're not doing this with them We'll just steal their fucking idea. All right, so we're ranking them. Yeah. We're leaving off Dr. Otto. That doesn't count. Okay. You got Ernest goes to camp. Ernest saves Christmas. Ernest goes to jail. Ernest scared stupid. Ernest rides again. Ernest goes to school. Slam dunk Ernest. Ernest goes to Africa. And Ernest in the army. Should we start? So, how many is that? Nine? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yes. Worst to best or best to worst? I think we go worst to best. Well, worst to best. Ernest in the Army. Ernest in the Army as well. Ernest goes to Africa. Hang on. I got to write these down. Uh, no, I don't. I'll, I'll watch it after. 
uh, Ernest Goes to oh, Africa. I, I, I can write it down. No, no, no. I'll, I'll, I'll review it after. It's fine. Ernest Goes to Africa also. Although I, I kind of want well, um, all right. Next, Ernest goes. Ernest rides again. So the uh, ours will be flip flopped because my next one would be Ernest rides again. So. Oh, your next one's Ernest rides again. I would do <sighs> Slam Dunk. Ernest was. You're putting school above Slam Dunk Ernest? I guess the quality, no. I like, uh, school was insane. <laughs> you know, I'm going to, uh, yeah, I'm going to go school. I'm going to go school. So, so ours are flipped there. Then it's Slam Dunk Ernest. Slam Dunk Ernest for sure. All right, now the uh, fucking, the meat and potatoes here. I know in week one, I flip-flopped and I said I liked JL better than camp but in thinking about it camp's a better movie so i'm gonna go jail next okay um ah and these are earnest okay we're ranking these as like earnest movies right like our just i mean what what do you mean i don't know (laughs) Fuck else would be ranking on I I just choose the Godfather. Right I'm choosing <laughs> top ten movies of all time, and those were my, <laughs> my first eight. And I'm like, and the Godfather at three. <laughs> that would be such a good bit. Uh I don't know. Like, okay, so scared stupid. I like a lot. Jail is really fucking good. Saves Christmas is really fucking good and goes to camp is really fucking good. I feel like I should put jail next, but I th- I'm going to go scared stupid. Wow. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I scared mean, stupid scared stupid's four. really good, but I really liked jail rewatching it. Yeah. It's your list, man. That's, that's a good, I like it. I like, I like unconventional choices, but yeah. that's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> all right so so you have jail or you have stupid as four i have jail as four yeah my number three is camp oh wow okay all right i'll go jail here okay yeah so then my number two is scared stupid Mine's camp. Uh, you know what? No, mine's Christmas. Ah, uh, fuck. Yeah, no, mine's camp. Mine's camp. All right, so then we both have Christmas. Christmas is number one. Yeah, yeah. Right. It, it's right. It's the right one. It is the, the right one. one. It is literally the not just a great movie, but like also the epitome of an earnest movie. You got Vern. You got the yep. fucking crazy cameras. You got the characters. It's fucking awesome. It, it is Ernest literally is, perfect. Ernest is the main character and couldn't be more detrimental to <laughs> everything that's happening. It's just a fucking straight up nuisance. Like almost ruins Christmas. I, w- I would argue he does everything. He, he can might be the villains. <laughs> yeah. 
That was good though, man. So that was it. That's Ernest. Yeah. That was fun. That was fun until it wasn't. It was, it was fun until uh, this week. Yeah. Now, I think we said this the last time we did, and, and we'll probably say it as we go on with Serial Killers. Serial Killers is a go- great way to start the year because it reminds you. Because like by the end of the year, even watching one movie a week, we're like, oh, well, for me, I'm like, oh, fuck, I got to watch that movie this week. Like, And then you do a Serial Killer where you have to watch three movies a week, and then you're like- Three in a week. One, you don't even know what to do with yourself. So it's like fucking amazing. And then you're just like one movie, dude, all for the last two weeks, I've been like, oh my God, I I am like, I will be able to breathe again <laughs> when we go to one movie. Like, that's just going to be nice. Just watch a movie, take some notes, yeah. do the episode. <laughs> I'm so excited. It, it rejuvenates us for the year. It's, it powers us through the year. <laughs> Yes, for sure. Knowing how hard it could be. Aren't there like other podcasts that do like three or four movies in a fucking episode? Every episode. I don't know how how they do that. Kudos to them. I don't don't know how they do that. Probably stole all of our bits anyway. (laughs) Anywho. That's that. That's Ernest. Thank you all so much. We got a good slate coming up that I haven't fully scheduled, but we do have what's next? February. Oh, found footage February. Found which footage. I, which we do Hell have. House. Hell House LLC to kick it off. Yeah. The last broadcast. A Jersey Devil it's found. Devil. Footage. Let's fucking go. I know. I'm so pumped. We have a live show. It's gonna be Friday the 16th. I think we're going to put that up to a Patreon vote or yeah, I guess. Um, Animal Holocaust. That'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter. We stopped watching them. <laughs> we just get drunk and come on in between and are like, ah. just kidding. Do, Join, tune sign in. up for tune Patreon. In, tune for in, that. tune yeah. in. Patreon.com. No, it's fine. We'll, we'll, if a movie is is deserving of me reading facts, then that is what I will do. It just so happens that the last one was Slam Dunker, Slam Dunker which can, contains no facts whatsoever. <laughs> Actually, there were, and we did talk about them, but that was it. So Willow Creek a potential. You know what? Maybe that should be our, maybe we should just hammer that down. Patreon, the, the Willow Creek live show uh-huh yeah yeah an og from our because like first year right if you've been listening to us from the beginning you know that that's the first one that like we have such vitriol towards <laughs> them and that, that like we, we gained traction because of that because yeah i agree with that rally like we we invested so much time and energy rallying about how much we hated little creek which i can't wait to watch it and be like dude fucking awesome both of us get <laughs> drunk and be like this is the best found footage movie we have ever seen no doubt i'm fully anticipating that bobcat gold plate should deserve all the awards and then we're gonna wrap that month up with joe's favorite paranormal activity all right you gotta get through those you know, we we have we do outfits, we do costumes for the live shows. Yes. Do we dress as Bigfoot or do we dress as Bobcat? <laughs> oh fuck. 
Wait, because Bobcat used to wear some wild shit and like Bobcat used to dress like such a fucking asshole. <laughs> like when he was doing stand up, like in the eighties, he looked like a fucking idiot. That stupid hat. Dude. I mean, I guess he always <laughs> <a> fucking... <laughs> when the fucking put the bandana around his neck. <laughs> Honestly, dude, he looks way more of an asshole now. I was gonna say that he actually looked pretty fucking cool back in the day. (laughs) Holy shit, that's fucking funny. (laughs) Wait, well, it's for sure Bigfoot, right? (laughs) Unless I can find a Bob Goldthwait mask. (laughs) Imagine, dude, if I can find one, I can't. Here, here, hold on. I'm sending you. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. He linked to a video and it just immediately started with Bobcat yelling. Ran my fucking. <laughs> just, like, uh, just like his character from Police Academy. <laughs> oh, I forgot he was in that. We want hearing this scream. The uniform. We want to dress up. We could do this. We could pull that off. Yeah. So that's that's our February, March. We got some good episodes. Spooky, Sleep Stalker. Gonna pull some stuff in. We got some other stuff coming up. April, May. Working on those schedules. So it's gonna be fun. And we got the Stannies in March. Hopefully preemptively oh yeah dude because there's no theme to march except Wait, i, I do... was my favorite my favorite martian yeah no we're not doing that we're gonna do one <laughs> episode for my favorite martian which is that fucking insane one that i showed on the live show oh yeah communion yeah. communion we'll do that one for the 26 for Mar- my favorite martian because the live show will be the stannies yes that's what we're gonna do. so there you go. And then we got to squeeze in spooky sleep stalker. We got some stuff. So anyway, everyone, thank you all so much. Thanks to Joe. If you want to support us, patreon.com slash I hate horror. We did a new bonus episode this week talking about the new, the categories for the Stannies, the best movies of 2023, best horror movies of 2023 from our Patreon members. And some other stuff. I don't know. But we're going to be voting on all that through Patreon, getting ideas from Patreon for the standees and stuff. So, oh, dude, that's what we should do for the standees. Oh, no, never mind. Oh, because now StreamYard goes to Instagram Live. We should do, like, because you said the red carpet thing on, on, on the Patreon bonus. We should do, like, the red carpet before the awards on instagram live and then move to the live show on patreon let's set some people up like get like brian brian's guitar get like uh some stuff yeah yeah we could do whatever let's do it legit yeah yeah get a real red carpet go to the bird for march yeah I mean, that would work. I mean, we could do it. Uh, maybe we move.
move it to April. All right, we'll think about it. Think logistics. I'll think logistics. Anyway, patreon.com slash I hate horror. I hate horror.com. Instagram at I hate horror. Joe, where can they find you? Instagram, bootnish1985. Yes, sir. And those short pre-orders will be up very soon. So keep an eye on that. Keep an eye out on our Instagram again. I, I hate horror. You'll see that pre-order very soon. So get on it. It'll be a good one. I'm excited for it. And that's it, everyone. Thank you all so much. Thanks to Joe. And for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. Butcher, 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 butcher.